Welcome to Spoilers Please, where we have discussions involving any form of media that tells stories, usually movies or TV shows, and we'll do so with spoilers. You've been warned. Hey, my name is Albert. This is Jami. Uh, for this episode, uh, we're recording this early because we would have just come back from the from the San Diego Comic Con, and we're going to be too tired to record another episode for the week. So we decided to toss in like a not really a throwaway because throwaway sounds bad. This is an extra episode that acts mm-hmm. as an actual episode. And I'm going to make it easy for me because I'm going to let Jamming take the lead. Mm-hmm. Jamming, go ahead. Yeah, we're going to run through uh, three things that we watched recently. Or four. Three or four? Wait, what's the fourth one? I don't know. But I'll, go ahead. Holy Should I know? Should <laughs> I know what the fourth one? Did you have the lead? Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, should, 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 should I be ahead, fair? Should I be fair? Go ahead while I eat opinion? my pizza. Good Lord. Oh, Speak my your God. mind. This is, not, this is not for professionals. The first one is uh, Set Up. And it's the Netflix movie. It started out as a movie for MGM or something like that. But for some reason or another, they decided not to go 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 ahead with it. Wait, so they sort of... For some reason... Hold on. Well, I chew my pizza. Mm-hmm. Mm, yum. Mm. Good Lord. Pizza. Very professional. Mm. You couldn't wait yeah. five seconds? Yeah. Yeah. Well, what do you mean for some reason? You know exactly why you're passing it, right? What was the reason? You, you don't know? I, I think... Oh, because... you want to hear what I said? Yeah. Uh, I, I want to make sure you're right before I say I'm wrong. Because romantic means. comedies don't make money in the theaters anymore. Or it's because they lost their lead. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, what's her name? The lady from uh, Han Solo. She was supposed to play the female lead. Oh, was she really? Yeah, but, but because it went long. I don't see that. She, she lost her job. <laughs> she was like, So she, you're saying they're using the, the logic of we need big name, char- big name star to carry a movie and we don't have one now. So let's just toss it to Netflix? Yeah, uh, yeah but right. it is. Well, why would they have? A, why would they make the movie then if they just doesn't work and stuff like that? You know what I mean? They wouldn't set, uh, the whole process started. Anyway, long well, story I, I, short, I, I thought this was made by uh, uh, a smaller company, and then, something like that. And then MGM was just going to distribute it, something right? Like that. Anyway, this, uh, that's that's all inside baseball. That's all background stuff. It doesn't matter. Uh, the point is, it got to Netflix and it dropped. I think early June or something like that. It stars something something white guy, and then it stars uh, what do you call it? Uh, something, something. Caroline in the city's daughter. Caroline in the city's uh, <laughs> Back to the Future daughter, whatever, blah, 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 daughter. And uh, it's great. I love it. I think this is actually a terrific movie. I was going into it. I had very low expectations because the trailer that Netflix dropped was terrible. But wa- but I kept seeing people praising terrible. it. Terrible uh, is exactly what it, it, oh, it promotes. It was, no, it was worse than that. It was it was terrible. The trailer was just was broad and cheesy. And but terrible. that's what the movie is. It is broad and cheesy. I think you're not. And that's giving, why we like it. You're not. You're not. I don't think you're giving enough credit. It's one of the best movies of the year. I think it's super smart. I think it's super well written. I think the acting is terrific. I think the writing, especially, is terrific. I think it's it's a set. It's not a uh. It's not a parody of yeah, rom coms. It's not a parody. It's not a parody. It's a romantic comedy. But it's a re-engineered. It's a, for the 21st century. I don't think so. I think it's it knows all the tropes of a romantic comedy. And it it rebuilds it. It re-engineers it. I don't know about it either. It makes it a... It's a great, great, great movie. You're giving it way too much credit. It's one of the best movies of the year. Name a couple of tropes that romantic comedies are usually associated with. And the movie subverses it and stuff like that. First one. At the end of the movie, all these romantic comedies, they always run They always run to the, airp- the airport to stop the person from leaving. They always run. To the- it's always last minute. you never seen it? You know, you know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. This one, he says, oh, you know what? Oh, I got, f- I got four hours to kill. Oh, it's fine. It's no big deal. And it's also, it's not, the per- it's not the person he's in love with that he chases to the, to the so airport. So you're, you're giving it credit for some of its self-awareness? No, but also not just not aware- awareness of it, but subverts it and stuff like that. I thought it really a subversion, though. Oh, yeah. Okay, sure. The airport scene is a good example because it is yeah. subversion. He rushes in to yeah. break a couple as opposed to get a couple yeah. together. Fine. Yeah. But th- that's the best example in this movie. Uh, I'll let you have more. Go ahead. Another example. 
one of the tropes I always hate. It's always the worst, worst trope I always I hate the most is the the main one of the main characters' best friends is all best friends. Their best friend has no lives. They have nothing else going on in their lives other than be hyper focused on the main character's love life. They always care about like, oh, if if my friends are gonna get back to get together, if they're gonna love them. It's, they have no other. They have no other reason to exist other than support their friend, who's the main character's love. In this one. It's completely false. It's completely false. The Zoe Deutsch's character's best friend. There you go, Zoe Deutsch. Yeah, Zoe, Zoe Deutsch. Deutsch. I never knew. I was kidding and stuff like that. Zoe Deutsch's best friend has a fantastic, fantastic nice. love life. As, as a, her love life, her love story of her friend and their dynamic of her sleeping with everybody in New York and stuff like that. It's fantastic. It's it's actually more interesting than Zoe Deutsch's character and stuff like that. It's fantastic. So that's another trope. I think about the guy's roommate or no. Her. She's Zoe the Deutsch. one. Her best friend is the one that's, that's getting married. Right, exactly. And then, but she's, but her best friend. Her, her story is kind of. She's kind of a. Uh, she sleeps around in New York and stuff. Like that. And but she still loves her. And he, what do you call it? He not only you know understands her sleeping around, but actually supports it. You know, have jokes about it and stuff. Like that. That's a fantastic subversion of trope. That's fantastic. That's great. Like I said, her. You don't. You never seen that 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 trope. No, no. Before? I know what you're talking yeah. about. It's fantastic. And number two. Another one, number three on these tropes, on the list of tropes and stuff like that. One of the ones I also hate the most is uh, what call it? Uh, the what call it? the main character, especially the female character. Of course, she's gonna fall in love over the course of the rom com and stuff. But they usually have a boyfriend, another guy in her life, you know, before you she mean a love triangle. Yeah, like a love triangle, or she, you know, not even a love triangle, but just she has another boyfriend or husband. But that other guy is always just a douche, always a scumbag. You remember the wedding singer? Drew Barrymore's boyfriend, terrible. Remember Wedding Crashers? Uh, Bradley Cooper played like a cokehead in that one and stuff like that. You never understand why the female character is with that boyfriend or husband. In this one, the guy is just a dude. He's not. He's a good guy, but he, he just ghosts her and stuff like that. You know what I mean? That This is what I'm talking about. This is a great, great movie because it's completely aware of these tropes and kind of subverts them and stuff like that. Now, on top of that, the writing is fantastic. It's witty. It's charming. It's fantastic. The movie moves. And it's great. I love it. I, I, I totally understand why people love this movie. It's a fantastic movie. The writing is solid. It is witty. It is charming. All that is true, but the actual main love romance is pretty tropey. It's exactly exactly what you expect. Yeah. Two characters who don't get along at the beginning will eventually join forces and fall in love at the end. That's pretty standard Listen, stuff. But the thing is, I'm not saying it's re-engineered. In the, I mean, it's not like a revolutionary All the, all the stuff around it is re-engineered, subversive and whatnot. But the actual main trust of the storyline trust is essentially what you expect it to be. Uh, I don't think I don't think you're giving enough credit though. I don't I, think I, I'm thinking, listen, I don't think it's reimagining the the romantic rom com genre. It's not like a reimagining. It's not redoing the whole thing. I mean, for God's sake, it's not having gay characters at the lead. Let's not be crazy. It's not revolution in that way, right? But I'm just saying it's being it's pushing the art form forward. It's moving it ahead. It's making. It's not. It's not what for background characters. No, everybody. Okay, let's do two. No, not the main characters are also. Reengineered too. Oh, I want to hear this. How how are they reengineered? Because the Zoe Deutsch character in other movies and stuff like that, there would be uh, she would lean one way or the other. She'd be either hyper focused on her work or hyper focused on her relationship and stuff like that. But in this one, it's not that she has a balance between the two and stuff like that. When she breaks up with her boyfriend, she's hurt and stuff like that. But she's actually more hurt because she lost her job because she cares about her job. She has a she has a passion for her job, and you don't see that in previous uh, rom coms and stuff like that. Yeah, that's debatable. 
you 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 ever see that Family Guy episode where the work, there's a cutaway gag where the the lady goes, she's answering a bunch of telephones and all that stuff. She's oh, I'm hyper focused on my job. I'm hyper, I, I'm on my job. But then the guy comes in and he says, over the course of this one hour, one and a half hour movie, I'm gonna show you the importance of my penis. You know what I mean? Because they're, they're making fun of rom coms and stuff like that. That's a trope that they're making fun of. Like her character is not your your what do you call it? You can't imagine Julia Roberts, Meg Ryan. So you're saying what you're mm-hmm. telling me is that. The, the 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 subtle changes that they have to the romantic comedy mm-hmm. is the reason why you love it so much. I don't think it's a subtle. I think they're good, solid changes. Oh yeah, yeah, they, I, they, yeah, they are. But for it. me, I did, those things didn't really make or break the movie for me. Okay, I I, I I recognize the subtle changes you're referring to, and I acknowledge it. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's great that they're doing all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But you watch this to see these two couples fall in love. Yeah, and that's what they do in the movie. Yeah, but that but that you describe every movie though. Right. But that's, that's yeah. what I think is so, so great about this movie is that it feels like, well, you're saying that it feels more than that, mm-hmm. but it, to me it feels like any romantic comedy that you like. Yeah, no. I like that's just a broad generalization though, you know what I mean? I'm just talking about specific things, that specific choices they're doing that pushing the genre ahead. I think it's interesting. I think you're giving it now I think it deserves more credit. I think there's subtle. I think there's subtle. There there're two subtle changes to mm-hmm. be Pushing the genre ahead. I don't think there's. This subtle. isn't like where Harry met Sally. Okay? Or the two characters don't meet until the very end and stuff like that. No, they meet. They meet throughout the. You, you never saw Harry and Harry met Sally. Wait, which which one is that? Okay, yeah, I confused uh, with Sylvia. Billy, Stan, Billy, Crystal, Meg Ryan. Oh, that one. The one where they just talk. Meg Ryan. Yeah, yeah. I, I got confused with the Tom Hanks uh, Meg Ryan one. There's oh, so you mean the Sleepless, Sleepless in, Seattle. in Seattle? Yeah, that's I yeah. I I remember the Billy Crystal one, the one um, with Harry Sally? I vaguely remember that one. That's one was, for me. That's one. That's one of my all time best. But but that <laughs> one was like changing things around because the, the way the way the story is told. Well, it's really more like a Woody Allen movie. But but anyway, so but yeah, for this one, I like it because it's it's familiar in terms of the love story. Yeah, yeah they have those subtle changes yeah. and all that, and those are great and all. But th- that's not why I love this movie. I love it because it's just a charming, witty movie. Yeah. It's very enjoyable. It's very entertaining. That's it. For me, that's it. That's why I can't really call it a great movie, but so much good. Oh, okay. So much good. Okay. Okay. That's, what's next? Yeah. Like, like I said, I'm not disagreeing with you. Mm-hmm. I think you're just more enthusiastic about it than I am, but, but we both poor, like the movie. You poor, we both like the movie a lot. poor, poor. Jami likes it more and more. The, the one movie. thing I would say, the one thing I didn't like, I didn't like a lot is actually uh, the roommate, the, the gay character. Uh, the roommate, uh, what's his name? Uh, but the gay character is no the, different than he's also like has a better life than the main no, no, gay character. No, actually, you don't know anything. You don't. I'm not talking about that. Actually, he's actually you don't know anything about his other life other than he sleeps around and that he teaches kids and stuff like that. No, what I didn't like it was the performance. Actually, uh, Pete Davidson. He's the guy from SNL, right? Is it and, the Ariana Grande's boyfriend or whatever? Yeah, Ariana Grande. That's, that's, that's the same person, Fiance. right? Yeah, yeah, same guy. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay. But the thing is, I've seen Pete Davidson on SNL and stuff like that. I've seen his persona. I actually seen him perform and stuff like that. My problem with him in this, in his performance is he he's just playing himself, but he's gay, which I don't like. But isn't that the joke with Pete Davidson? He's playing himself. That's not. I don't think that's right. I don't think that's. that's not, that, no, that's no. Not I mean, that's the joke. That's the, that's a joke about the about the actor. No, no, I'm not talking about the movie though. Yeah, it did fine. But yeah. for me, that, that wasn't in the back of my head. I, I, I didn't even realize it was the guy, yeah. the Ariana, the SNL Ariana Grande guy, until after I saw the movie. So yeah, yeah, yeah. for not, me, it didn't really affect me at all. Yeah, I, I'm not mentioning any of that. I'm just saying I, I know Pete Davis. I know his performance in SNL and and, and stand up and stuff. Like that. My whole problem with him is he's not doing performance. He's just playing himself. He's no, he's just himself, but he's gay. 
So that's that's not really a performance. That's not that's, you're not doing. That's, your job. that's knowing who the guy is. For me, I didn't care yeah. who the guy it's, is. He was just the, he was just a roommate. That's it. You're not you're not doing your job then. You know what I mean? You can't just play <laughs> your. You can't just be you and then you know uh, be gay. You know what I mean? Just like to be being, honest, you know, for that small role, it's, I think it was perfectly fine. Yeah, I don't. I don't they they don't stand out any more than it yeah. had to. Perfectly yeah. fine. All right. So the next we, one, we didn't even mention like Lucy Liu and 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 what's his face? Oh, Lucy Liu's great and stuff like that. That's another one. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was saying that's another uh, thing where I, I like she's really uh, she's a really great character. She's really three dimensional because you know you would think it's like a uh, devil. I saw this on Twitter. Someone actually tweeted me at this. Oh, the it's devil like wears Prada. The devil wears Prada thing, but it's nothing like that at all. Because yeah. you know, in the devil wears Prada, she had, she was a dick to everybody and stuff like that. But in this one, Lucy Liu actually was not a dick to everybody. She was just a dick to the main character that we know. But she was supportive to the other intern. She was what do you call it? She was kind to other people and stuff like that. And she's great. I think I thought it was a really really well written character. Yeah, really it was well the done. whole like she was mean to her because it helps build character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was that just, kind of a thing. And also, she had a great scene with that coach at the beginning of the stuff. So she has morals, she has ethics and stuff like that. And I I did like the fact that at the end she wasn't a bad person. Yeah, you know she still had the job. Mm-hmm. She wasn't going to marry the guy anymore because clearly the guy was not good for her. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I did like that. Yeah, yeah, I like that. But there's a lot. And the only thing, the the other thing, uh, it's a little bit of criticism is. Of all the characters that I thought were really well fleshed out, really well written and stuff like that, is uh, I thought the uh, Tate Diggs also got shortchanged too. Tate Diggs was just a dick in this one and stuff like that. He yeah. was. He was, he was funny as fuck. He was kind of. He was fun to watch, but he was very one dimensional. Yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't if if you had to do like a pie chart where Lucy Liu Liu's character was like completely three hundred and sixty degree fully developed person. Tay Diggs didn't quite have that. You know what I mean? Right, right. right. You know I mean? He was just yelling, screaming. He wanted to get back with his ex and stuff like that. So, yeah. But, yeah. But I got a question for you that that's going to seem awfully random. Mm-hmm. Won't you be my neighbor? Oh, won't you be my neighbor? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I know. I know. I saw the movie. I saw the movie. It's, uh, personally, I hated this movie. Because you know why, Albert? Because you know why? Because <laughs> I don't like politics in my movie, goddammit. Keep your liberal... Uh, child loving agenda out of my. I don't want politics. I don't, I don't think he was it. completely liberal. But I, I don't. I, this he's is not. Compl- he's like he's a conservative is, man. This is completely. This is completely liberal Hollywood. He's, he's a conservative. Sw- I swear to God, it's liberal Hollywood. They want you to care about kids, love kids, and he's, stuff like. He's a conservative. Treat, treat kids as their as their as fully human as as as, as our neighbor. And Mr. Rogers was but, a conservative. But that's not true. We all know that's not true. These little kids, they come across our borders. They they join MS thirteen and stuff like that. These are horrible, horrible people and stuff like that. They should keep. Be, they should stay out of our country and stuff like that. You and your liberal political movies. Mr. Rogers I, was a conservative. I, I hate all this. I hate it. I hate it. No, actually, it's, it's a very good movie. It's a very very charming. Charming, surprisingly good movie. It's a good movie. Why surprisingly? Because I thought it would just be uh, talking voices, uh, like a testimonial about. You were saying it's going to be a stereotypical documentary. Yeah, exactly. I didn't know it would go into as much depth as it did. Do you not watch a lot of documentaries? No, I didn't think it would for 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 not for Mister. No, I'm not talking about documentary the genre. I'm talking about Mister Rogers, the person. You know what I mean? I'm oh, oh, I see, I see. Yeah. So you you are you like me? Never really watched the show. No. Just are just familiar that the guy existed mm-hmm. and what he stood for and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, I was completely floored. This is an amazing movie. Yeah. Um, it it has a narrative from beginning to end in a sense, like like a regular movie. Mm-hmm. You see, kind of like a growth to to where his his uh, career went and the impact he has on people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing is, the thing that surprised me was like how willing the movie was to ask hard questions about. Mr. Rogers, and you know what I mean? I mean, there were things that, 
kind of like I'm like you. I didn't really I didn't watch the show at all and stuff like that. And and you know, it's kind of like a goof. You kind of go, oh, is this guy on on the level? Is he is he gay and stuff like that? Is he straight? Is this a goof? Is this an act? And the movie went ahead and, and asked the questions to to the people that knew him. Is his his wife, his sister who's still alive? You know all that stuff. Yeah. So that's what I mean by by how surprising how 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 into it they got into it they mentioned there was that the, I, I listened to kevin Bean all the time and there was that rumor where uh mr rogers was did go to vietnam had all these tattoos and stuff like that tats and, stuff, and they actually mentioned that in, in the 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 movie and stuff it's 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 great it's fantastic mm-hmm. right right because because you know like this really solid loving humble person mm-hmm. couldn't possibly be just be that you know, he's got to be more than life. Mm-hmm. He's got to be like a, an action hero kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah, he, Mr. Rogers is just the way he is. Based was again based on the documentary because I didn't watch the show, but I do appreciate the fact that he was pretty open about about his point of view about life mm-hmm. and politics and whatnot in his show, mm-hmm. very for a kid show, mm-hmm. very surprising. Yeah, and also it's not. Uh, it's also one of the things where he was. Uh, they also mentioned things like he he weren't perfect. He wasn't perfect and stuff like that. They mentioned the they mentioned the fact that that Mr. Rogers knew at some point the police officer was was gay and stuff like that. But he didn't want that to be kind of revealed into the show because they, they didn't. He didn't want he didn't want funding for the show to be pulled and stuff like that. I kind of really wanted them to dwell more into that mm-hmm. because uh, it is it because of the funding of the show or is it because he's he's a he's a religious he's. He's a Christian. Well, the thing is, that, but then you're, then you, if you mention that, then you're pushing uh, Christians all into into a corner, saying all Christians are against homosexuality. No, no, I no. don't think that's true at but all. But that's though. the thing, though. Yeah. But a lot of them are. Yeah, but the thing is, you don't paint that. You, you don't paint them in a well, corner. Well, like is that. this document not, not yeah. trying to tell the truth or what? Yeah, but the thing is, well, but the thing is, he's not. He's no longer here to defend himself, though. He's not here. He's not here to defend him. You can only kind of go by what he said at the time, though. You know what I mean? There's nobody to ask that question. You, can, you want to ask his wife that and stuff like that? Well, that's because his wife answered. His wife didn't answer the fact that they had in private in the private life a lot of homosexual friends and stuff. You know what I mean? No, no. But but that's always excuse for a lot of Christians is yeah. is the fact that. But hey, we have gay friends. We're we're not against yeah. gay people. Yeah. But you know, but they they are still an abomination from of of what God said. You know. Yeah. Oh, you know, is is that kind of a logic? Yeah, but he's going zero to sixty really fast and stuff like that. You know what I mean? I don't know. I I, I can only take uh, I can only take the the movie uh, at face value. You know what I mean? And the face value of it is he. They mentioned that I'm not saying he's right. By the way, I'm not saying I'm not saying he's right. You know, what I mean? I'm not I'm, I'm not defending the action. I'm just saying I'm just no, saying no, no. Face value that in, in it was a business deci- it was a business decision. For, it was yeah. a business decision. In yeah. that sense, he was kind of right. Yeah. You know, but uh, oh yeah, f- on that regards. But the thing is though is that we don't know why. He he had to go that far with that. Though. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Because yeah. I mean, I like the movie saying that that he's he wasn't a perfect guy. Oh yeah, sure. You right. know, so and tossing that in like like well, you know, he's a, he's a he's a devout Christian, mm-hmm. and and that's the part of the reason why, you know, gay. <laughs> you mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, the, I don't know. I kind of wish they they actually tackled that. Mm-hmm. I mean, the thing is, if you want to go into about his his pers- his. I think there's only so there's only so much depth you can go to with somebody who's not there to kind of like really speak to himself. If he, I mean, I'm saying if he, he, I'm not just saying. Of course, there's been documentary about people who've died and stuff like that. I'm saying if there was writings about his his feelings towards that subject or is there interviews about it, then it's one thing. You know what I mean? But I don't. I, you don't, you don't think no you don't think that the the interview with the the, the, the wife the, 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 no the black guy the black guy yeah mm-hmm. the the officer whatever his name is mm-hmm. right. I'm sure the interview was longer than what we of showed course, in the yeah. team. Do you think that 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 
question might have come up and they just oh. exercised it from the from the movie? I don't know. See, I, I don't, I don't know, know either. I kind of wish that was addressed. So that I don't know. You, but you, the only the only thing I can glean from the movie based on sort of like the end, the other stuff that the the, the police officers, the uh, not real police officer, he's not, right? he's not a real police, yeah, police officer. But what the black guy said was like he's he's he seems like he loved Mister Rogers. So whatever the long answer is, the conclusion he came up with like you know he he loved the guy. Yeah, and he, he yeah. That's the thing though. He mentioned that that later on, Mister Rogers did apologize to him. Yeah. Right. So basically, what what I'm getting at is in the beginning. From the point where he told him, "Oh, you can't mention you're gay," mm-hmm. did he eventually change his mind? Mm-hmm. That, that's what I mean. And why did he change his mind? They never really would go into that. Yeah. And I kind of wish they have they got they got a lot more tougher about the subject and went there, yeah. and they never did. Mm. You know, that, that's my that's my one biggest flaw about this movie. This is which is great, but that's a, for me that's the one biggest flaw about yeah. this movie. But they covered a lot of territory for what, a lot, what it yeah, was. A lot. Uh, well, the thing that struck me actually was uh, at the beginning uh, how he he's he's kind of a. Uh, he was he was a little Tony Stark in the sense that he he saw the future, right? He was a futurist in, in terms of television. T- back then, people thought television was one thing where you just throw things in on TV, bang bang, whiz whiz, uh, and then but he saw it as a tool, as an educational tool for kids and stuff like that. And then you know he, he was able to combine television, also the Christian uh, teachings, and also child psychiatry and stuff like that. He was really even though he was a Christian, like you said, but he was also into science and cognitive therapy and child therapy and stuff like that. So he was able to combine all three of them. Uh, into uh, into into that TV show, so I thought that was really interesting. I thought I thought that was interesting. Well, he was a guy about facts. Mm-hmm. He's a guy about facts. Yeah, he he he's not about fake news. He's he's a guy who's willing to say the facts. You know, whether it's it whether it's based on religion or science. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just facts. Mm-hmm. And that, that, that's that's the one thing I really appreciated that that, the, that apparently he's been doing all these decades mm-hmm. in his show was that he did talk to kids and gave them really tough subject matters. Mm-hmm. You know, and and. And for a kids show. Well, yeah, I was gonna say for a kids show because he did talk to about facts through uh, a sock pocket, po- pocket, and a sock puppet and stuff. You know what I mean? Right. You know what I'm saying? Did you know it's, that that sock puppet actually has a TV show now? Is it, is it the same socks? Did, have they watched it? That's the impression <laughs> I got. It's the same socks. No, no. no you, you know, you know the 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 cartoon bits, the animated mm-hmm. bits in the movie. Apparently, that actually is like there's a TV show on PBS. That wasn't made just for the movie. Um, apparently there's a there's a cartoon in PBS based on that on those characters did, of his. Did they do that thing where they take bits of Mr. Rogers' voice, all the words? Never that he saw used, it. He all the words he's used all his life, and then he they they kind of resynthesize it and stuff like that. To, used, to be honest, I never I never saw the cartoon, but apparently there is currently a cartoon right now on PBS. I mean, I'm, assuming I'm assuming it's PBS mm-hmm. on that those characters yeah. that he created for Mr. Rogers. Role. And oh, the other thing I want to mention was the stuff that he was talking about. Uh, back in the 70s, 60s, 70s, and stuff like that, it's still relevant today. All the stuff that he, all the message, all the stuff that he was, the stuff I mentioned, the, the stuff I was kidding about earlier, uh, all that stuff is still relevant today about being compassionate, about loving your neighbors and all that. Mm-hmm. So, that. That expression that he used, I love you just the way you are, it's still relevant today as it was uh, 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 all those years ago. And not just that, I'm talking about the deeper stuff too. There's a, there's a bit in the movie where they talked about he wanted to teach kids how to just be quiet and be silent and think and meditate and stuff like that. That's something I try to uh, instill in my nephew. My nephew running around, you know, with the iPads and TV and all that stuff. It's 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 something I try to teach. I try to take the iPad and say, "Hey, shh, shh." You know what I mean? Just be silent for a minute. But, but are, are, are you just literally being selfish because you just want it to be quiet? Well, of course. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Every every kid, you just want your kid. You just want kids to be. Not not everything has to be a thing. What's uh, that's the other thing that really kind of struck me was because, uh, what do you call it? Back 
well, before I saw this movie, I thought Mr. Rogers was like a little bit before my time because I thought the movie, his show ended maybe like in the 80s and stuff like that. Or I don't know, something or late 70s. But then I realized, and they did like a montage of the of the cartoons that he was competing against and then included Ninja Turtles, Transformers, G.I. Joe. I said, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I was watching those kids. I was watching those cartoons when I was a kid. So it was, I was actually right in the wheelhouse of Mr. Rogers back then. So I just, I don't know. I never, I never saw his show though. Well, because, PBS. Yeah. Well, for me, I mean, well, PBS is public public broadcast. Everybody has. Well, it. well, my excuse is that I am from like the Philippines and mm-hmm. other countries in Southeast oh, Asia. That's just racist. So I didn't have Mr. Rogers in those mm-hmm. things. Maybe, maybe it exists, mm-hmm. but I never saw it on my TV. I was in San Francisco when I was five. I should have had. San it, Francisco is still America. That's what I'm saying. I, that's my excuse for not seeing it. Oh, it's bad, uh, bad parenting on my my parents' part. Yeah. Whichever, but you know, yeah. like like it is kind of interesting how he was against those those cartoons that yeah. we loved, GI Joe, Transformers, yeah. Turtles, and whatnot, because they were kind of like blah. They were just yeah. you know candy or you know. To be fair, I I thought those shows were kind of blah, but they had some things to say. Mm-hmm. And I think what's, not, nothing really that important, but you know. And what's, what's, what's great is like he those those weren't exactly the ones he was protesting with when he started. The ones he really was against was the the stuff that they showed before the clips where he shows the cowboys and Indians. He thought cowboys and Indians with the guns and the kids running around that, that was too much for kids and stuff like that. So it's one of those things where they say, oh, everything changes, but everything kind of stays the same and stuff like that. You know. I can't imagine what Mr. Rogers would think of, of YouTube and all that, blo- YouTube vloggers and all that stuff right now and with the jump cuts and everything. I don't know what he would do. He's probably spinning around in his grave right now and stuff like that. So it's 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 a really, really, really good documentary and stuff. Like I said, it's really good. I honestly think the modern world that we live right now, Mr. Rogers could not handle it. Yeah. I really think. Because, I mean, remember, 9-11 happened and he was kind of speechless. Yeah. He wasn't sure how to, like... Process to process yeah, it, yeah. yeah. I, I, I think he is of his time. Yeah, you know, but but the foundation of that that he that he created is exactly um, very important. Like teaching kids, like, hey, um, even though you're not going back to our previous episode about uh, sorry to bother, even if you if you're, even if you're not a VIP mm-hmm. person, you know who you are right now is fine. It's perfectly fine. But in order for you to be happy with who you are, you need to know who you are. Yeah, and those are those are lessons that I've learned myself. Without, without Mr. Rogers in my own life, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm still processing it. Mm-hmm. Mr. Rogers is still processing processing all that. And and this is what I liked about the, the documentary, how he told, like, you know, he's not perfect. He still has, like, demons in, in him that he's fighting. Mm-hmm. He still has, you know, psychological issues that he's yeah. also still processing, which yeah. is where the, the, the sock puppets come in. Yeah, the thing is, when the cameras are off, I'm sure he's still using that, that sock pocket to talk to people and stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I like the whole thing where, where he's, like, like, like when, whenever the tiger is talking, mm-hmm. I forget his name, but uh, it, it's it's actually uh, Mr. Rogers talking yeah. uh, from the, the stuff that he can say out loud. Yeah. He has to go through... The sock pocket. Like when he goes to the bedroom and stuff like that, he brings that sock pocket and says, Hey, hey, honey, I want Edo tonight. Ah. See, he could handle the world. He could handle 2018. He couldn't could handle you. He yeah. couldn't handle butt stuff and stuff like that. Can you imagine Mr. Rogers being on Twitter right now? People just sending him uh, dick pics and stuff like that. You know, it's That's a, true. It's a crude, crude world, world right now. Yeah, and not, not only just that, just like like people hunt. hunt. Anything that, uh, even in his death, they, they also mentioned something like, uh, even in his death, uh, Fox News decided to take swings at uh, at Mr. Rogers because, uh, no, he was dead. Even, even, even he was still before, alive. He, even, yeah, yeah, he was still yeah, alive. Yeah, he was still alive. Yeah. Fox News was taking swings at him saying, oh, he, he spoiled a generation of kids. They say, they're saying kids are entitled and stuff like that. And all right. That stuff. Which is the opposite of what he was yeah, saying. It's just, it's just, it's just a fact, factually not true. It just literally, he actually literally had to kind of explain himself. He's like, this goes back to what his 
Christian teachings and stuff like that. He wasn't talking. He was speaking uh, of children's value through the prism of uh, through the prism of religion and 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 uh, Christianity and stuff like that, uh, of self worth and you know value of of, of, a, of a children of God and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So yeah, you, even yeah, and that was like what early two thousand two. It was early nineties when yeah, you got when you yeah. got that criticism. Yeah, so it's like come on, man. So yeah, it would be I don't. It's just it's bananas, and I like what they, they uh I like what they did at the end, where they kind of flipped the camera on you, or not. They asked each uh each participant like who's the Mister Rogers in in your life and stuff like that, and it, it it's kind of also asking you the audience to, to think about it, to med- to think about who that person is in your life, and 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 just take that and carry it with you uh, out of the theater and be that person in in the real world. So I thought that was really good. I thought it was really touching. I a couple of those testimonies at the end got me really teared up and stuff like that. It's really good. Yeah. Just the end? Uh what oh, you're talking about parts that, that cheered me up. I thought the, the disabled kid coming at the mid credit uh uh, sequence. I thought it was. I thought it was. I thought that was fantastic. Cause I was. Cause throughout the movie, I was wondering, hey, what happened to that kid? Did that kid survive the surgery? But you know, at the end, they have like this award show, and the kid comes out in the wheelchair. I, I, and I was like, wow, he made it to at least thirties and his thirties and stuff. That got me cheered up. And so yeah, you mean tell me the little kid wasn't gonna like stand up and jump over over yeah, well, to a building? It's not. It's not that kind of miracle. It's not, it's not a water to wine, <laughs> water to wine kind of a thing, man. Easy. Hold on. So that got me cheered up. Like I said, the testimonial at the end. At one point, the uh, I forgot which in which clip, but somewhere in the middle of the movie, Mister Rogers, uh, he came up with that whole thing where, oh, like, uh, uh, what's that? Uh, uh, every every kid has value and stuff like that. I forgot which at what point, right. but that got me cheered up. There's a lot of good stuff. There's a lot of them. Like like a lot of people talk about how yeah, this movie make, 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 make you cry, and yeah, I I admit I teared up in this movie constantly mm-hmm. actually because this, well, you, this well, you're a big baby. This this is a well, I'm very sentimental and I'm very uh, emotional, <laughs> but. Uh, but th- this movie told me that hey, this Mister Rogers he gets it. Yeah. Like I like like a lot of stuff that I have to learn on my own. He's trying to teach mm-hmm. other kids, yeah. you know. And I'm like I'm like, oh, this guy gets it. This guy would. This guy knows me. This guy gets it. Would you say Mister Rogers was like your neighbor, quote unquote, parent substitute? You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah. I can't say that because yeah. I never grew up watching his show. Well, that's true, huh? Wow, look at that. Yeah. So who was the Mister Rogers in in your life then? But the, a- the very well, it's a stereotypical answer, which is the movie kind of proven. My mom. Oh, there you go. You know, so yeah. So you're like the Asian guy at the at the end. My mom. The Asian guy. He, he was more than just the Asian guy. It was a lot of them who said was said, said there was their mom. Oh, really? I a lot know. of them said there was their mom. Oh, really? I didn't. Remember. Yeah. I so when, whenever they asked, I'm like, nope, not surprised. Not surprised. It no, seems to be no. the most logical answer for. Didn't uh, somebody say Mother Teresa? <laughs> but yeah, it's like this is a yeah. this this is a kind of guy that needs to be around today. You know, and, and that fact alone is is mm-hmm. sad. You know, it, you. You, you can cry uh, of sadness because mm-hmm. this Mr. this world needs Mister Rogers. Yeah, you know, even though we're saying that I don't think Mister Rogers could handle this world, yeah. but but this world I don't think, needs well, Mr. Rogers. Well, I I would flip it on you. I would say this world doesn't des- doesn't deserve Mister Rogers. What do you think of that? He, he's too yeah. good for us. Sure. What do you think of, do you think of that? And uh, that's another thing that actually surprised me too. It seems like everybody everybody involved in Mister Rogers is still around, except for Mister Rogers. You know what I mean? His wife is still around, kicking. She's probably like in her late eighties, nineties. Her his sister. It was still around, two kids, production people and stuff like that. It's like, wow, Mr. Rogers, he, he actually passed away relatively early, I guess. Yeah. So, yes. I would argue that 9-11 kind of broke him. Yeah. Well, easy. Well, all right. Well, a lot of people... Oh, never mind. Well, just based on the narrative of the documentary. Yeah, just based on you know, the narrative, yeah. You know, because that, that's the that's the, the consensual... Or the consensual... Yeah. The cons- consequential... Consequential? That's the order of the movie. 9-11 happened, he tried to address it, and then the next scenes, he died. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, so to my, in my logic, that's kind of how it played out. My logic says cancer got him. What do you think of that? Oh, sure. What, what do you think of that? <laughs> sure, 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 well, sure. I would say cancer still metabolized in the stomach and he couldn't, uh, he couldn't live past that. What do you think of that? What do you think okay. of that? All right. Well, there you go. Dude, um, those are facts. That's science for you. How about that? How about that? <laughs> what do you think of that? Yeah, well, there you go. Uh, yeah, Big thumbs up. Big thumbs up. It's actually yeah. one of the best movies of the year. Yeah. It's, it's it definitely good. is. Definitely yeah. is. Uh, it, it's easily in my top 10 of the year. Yeah. Uh, you had one criticism of it. You thought they should push the the gay thing. The gay thing. I think. I think if if I wanted to treat like a regular movie, plot hole. I think it's a plot hole. <laughs> plot hole. <laughs> I think it's a plot hole. They needed to address that. I would say. I'm just thinking if I had any major. I don't think I had really any major major issues with it. Because I the only thing I would think of like what you're saying about the whole thing is like, they, but they, they went so far to answer so many other questions. They pushed so many things. You know, they can't push everything. Maybe that's an excuse for it. But I really didn't think that much of that of that point. Because, uh, like I said, they push in so, other, so many different directions and stuff like that. Uh, I really don't have a major criticism of the movie. Itself. It's, 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 it's really kind of top-notch from beginning to end. Really good production value, too. I was going to say the animation thing we mentioned. Uh, it's good stuff. I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. I do like it a lot. Yeah. All right. So, there we go. We got the set it up. And what should we be neighbor? What should we And should we do Voltron? No. No. That's fine. I think, sure? I think this 30-minute episode is, well, a little bit a little over 30 minutes. is enough. So, there you go, guys. Um, thanks for listening. Jamming, where can people find you online? You can find me uh, at Comic-Con, apparently, for this week. But you can find me on Twitter, J-I-A-M-I-N-G-L-I-O-U. Well, remember, we are releasing this episode after Comic-Con. Oh, I'm still there. <laughs> I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to make it back. And this is Albert. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Albert5x5. You can find me on my Asada Movie Blog, on the uh, Stuff and Junk Show, which we which I cover Comic-Con. At least when this episode's released, I would have covered Comic-Con. Well, would extra you stuff, have? extra spoils, which I would have also covered Comic-Con there. Uh, my Instagram, I will be covering Comic-Con over there as well. Uh, and the weekly comic strip, which I did a comic, a comic strip on Comic-Con recently, actually. So yeah. What? Comic-Con. So make sure to take a, check out our coverage. Thank you. If you want to contact us, you can go through whowhatworswhy.gmail.com. If you want to make a comment, you can send it over to our social media, uh, like John Mings. Feel free to talk whatever you want to John Mings' uh, Twitter account. Feel free. Feel free. If you want to support us, head over to whowhatworswhy.com slash support and find out how. Music has been provided by the White Axis. Find them at thewhiteaxis.com. All the links and information can be found at whowhatworswhy.com, as well as the show notes. Uh, anything else interesting? Uh, the thing is, I, re- I like I mentioned to you earlier, I kind of restarted uh, Jessica Jones season two. I watched like the first six a couple months ago. I watched uh, another two. It's fine. It's perfectly fine. I'm going to try and finish it. One of the reasons why I should finish it was because I wanted to start Luke Cage. And I just felt like I should finish one. Because I, I left Punisher hanging a few months ago. Never finished Punisher. I figured I should finish something before I move on. Uh, what about you? What, have you seen anything? Uh, recently, I saw Leave No Trace. Which one's that one? That's the one with uh, Ben Foster and the, the one the one they're they're like living in the forest kind of thing. Okay. They're homeless in the forest. In oh, sense. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, they okay. have a home in the forest, sure, kind of thing. And then in society, yeah, that's the one where the world's taken over by aliens that have super hyper hearing and stuff like that. Oh, and sure, sure. And they can't make a noise, so they decided. To, oh, it's a quiet place. <laughs> uh, I also saw that Netflix movie. Um, this is how it ends. There's never a movie called How It Ends. It's a disaster, social collapse kind of movie. How'd that work out for you? Not very great. Oh, Jesus Christ. The the, the joke joke is, How It Ends? 
Who cares how it begins? <laughs> Why would you even want to watch it though? How do you get uh, get tipped on that? Oh yeah, I just I just needed uh, a movie to watch Good on Lord. the spot for a review. Oh, by and the way, just going back to get uh, set up real quick. So on the Netflix movie scoreboard, now they have two points. It's this movie and Okja. Those are the only two Netflix original movies I I I've seen so far. That those are the only two. And going back to what was it? Uh, what was the one we saw earlier this year after the Super Bowl? The one with the... Oh, the science fiction thing. Yeah, science fiction thing. What was the movie? That? The Cloverfield one. Cl- yeah, exactly. What's the movie, though? I forget. Uh, Paradox. Paradox. Something Paradox. <laughs> Paradox. <laughs> the Cloverfield I, Paradox? Something, 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 something bad science, sci-fi movie. You know what I just saw? I saw Sunshine, the Danny Boy, Boy movie yes. from like 10 years ago. That's a rip... Uh, the, what do you call it? the Paradox movie ripped off uh, Sunshine. I just realized that. You know what I mean? It, Sunshine has exa- essentially the same plot. Uh, what do you call it? A, min- uh, a space mission to save the planet filled with minority characters and stuff like that. The captain is a minority. The captain uh, decides to go outside the ship to fix it and stuff like that. He gets killed and so Hilarity ensues. So I'm like, hey... Hey, 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 Cloverfield. Hey, J.J. Abrams. Stop ripping people off. So, okay. That's all I got. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else did I see? Oh, I'm sure there's a bunch of other things. Um, I know we're recording this before Comic-Con, but m- me or Jamming might see a preview over there. Maybe. Possibly. I don't know. Oh, were you, were you going to go watch the uh, long cut of uh, Deadpool 2? I could if I wanted to, but I'm not sure if I will. What, was, what's, what are you looking forward to? Have you looked at the schedule? No. Well, this is besides the point. This episode has been released after Comic-Con, so there's no point talking about pre-Comic-Con stuff. So, yeah. Okay, well, in that case, uh, this has been another episode of Spoilers, Please, which is part of the Who at Worst Network.